Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sirah, and much more. Alhamdulillah, tonight we will be finishing the recitation of the Quran. Uh, inshallah, we'll have the dua later on. Just want to uh, uh, thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us another opportunity to have this another Ramadan in our lives. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make this Ramadan one of the means of us to have all our sins forgiven by the barakah of Ramadan, inshallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept all the, the qiyam, suyam, and ibadat, whatsoever we have done in the, in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept it. And uh, I would really like to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, all these brothers and mashallah youngsters, uh, uh, starting from Hafiz uh, uh, Salman, and after Saad, Ahmad, and Amjad, I'm, I'm hoping that I have taken all the names are correct in the right order, right? Okay. <laughs> may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala preserve all of them. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help them to preserve the Quran in their hearts. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, has, has used them as one of the means to preserve the Quran. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said in the Quran, إِنَّا نَحْنُ نَزَّلْنَا ذِكْرًا وَإِنَّا لَهُ لَحَافِظُونَ that we have indeed revealed this dhikr, this Qur'an, and we will protect it. And the hafaz that we have around us, this is one of the means Allah Azza wa Jal has used, and they, they, should, be, they should be proud of them, what, what they have achieved. And uh, we, we make dua for them that they will continue to preserve this Qur'an. And, uh, uh, and I'm not sure if uh, how many of you are aware of the one who have the hafaz in their houses, they know that yes, it is a big, big deal to memorize the Quran, number one thing. The, the, the young, yeah, youngsters, even the adults, I know somebody, you'll be surprised. There's a couple who are 65 years old, they have memorized the Quran at that age. So uh, don't think, underestimate yourself and myself, I'm saying. We should not undermine ourselves. We always have time. Whatever we can do, we should do that. But at the same time, uh, besides the... Uh, the, 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 the young youngsters who have memorized the Quran, I know it's a huge burden on the families. Burden in the sense of there's a lot of time the parents have to put up for, uh, for the kids to uh, achieve the, such a humongous uh, achievement they have achieved. It takes uh, more than just the youngsters to memorize the Quran. And I know sometimes people think of it as just the father. It, it takes a lot, a lot from the mothers. Uh, I, I have uh, a sister who has uh, two, two hafaz uh, uh, in her uh, uh, kids, and it's, it's, it's a big thing for, for the mother's side. She has to, she, I know she had to go through a lot, even for the memorization efforts also, especially in the beginning. Once they are, I think, uh, five, ten uh, Jews are done, then after that, they are a lot of it on their own. But uh, kids and parents have to put a lot of it on May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept all their deeds as well. Uh, Okay. Now, uh, today, uh, uh, I will not take uh, too much time again, inshallah. I'll try my best to uh, finish as soon as possible. But uh, it is important for us while we are finishing the Quran, 
let's have a clarity on what do we want to get out of the Quran. Okay. I was looking for, by the way, so, uh, some glasses so I can pass it on to all of you, <laughs> the colored glasses that you can uh, want to do an experiment. I could not find it and I have time to look for it. Tell, tell the truth, okay? I found one in the house. <laughs> so if I were to put these glasses on, for example, so I want to give you an idea what it means by that when I'm talking about the purpose of the Quran. If I put these glasses on, these are yellow. These walls are white. But to me right now, they all look yellow, yeah? And if I pass on to anybody, you will see the similar thing. We know that. This is not something new I'm te- telling you. Somebody's wearing red, he will see red. One who's wearing blue, he will see blue. And the green will see green. Same way, unfortunately, a lot of times what happens is we make up our mind first that what we want to get out of the Quran. Rather than we go towards the book of Allah Azza wa Jal and see what Allah wants from us. And that's the key thing. We should always approach the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with this approach that I want to know what Allah wants from me. There's, there is a huge misconception. It could be different groups out there. They will have their certain mindset up and they will think of it that that's what we have to do. And now we're going to look for the, the Quran from that angle only. It could be sometime only we have to look from the perspective of Quran talks about akhlaq. So every ayah about akhlaq will be found in, 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 the, ayah, in the Quran. And the rest of the Quran will just recite and pass by. Somebody will say, no, no, this is not just charity. This is just jihad. And they will find all the ayat of jihad and the rest of them will be put on the side. Somebody will say, no, this is about just establishing the salah. Let's call everybody for salah. That's the only thing. And that's the only thing they want to find. See, this is, a, this is a problematic thing. We have to approach the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the angle of what does Allah want from us? We need to seek guidance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If we go by our own mentality... Daniel, I'm not, I'm not joking. That's all we will find. You know that last year I gave an example. And I will repeat the example because its example is good. I know a brother is laughing because he remembered the example, what I'm going to give. Okay? But this example is, is something that we will see happens with us in the Quran as well. What is the example? And some of you will remember, inshallah. I had an accident a few years ago, 10 years ago probably. And I was told, okay, go get the estimate of the car fixing because somebody hit me from the store uh, that was sold to me. And it's like, really, it's very close to where I live. And I almost pass by that area on a daily basis. I told the guy, come on, man, this place I go by all the time, I haven't seen this store. And I was told, no, 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 it's there. And I went there and the store was there, really. But I never had to get an estimate for my car. So I never paid attention to that that existed there. And I'm telling you, a lot of time when I'm passing by this place now, even though I don't need to get an estimate, I remember there's a store there. I never saw it, and I was told that this store existed for a long time, even when they told me. Same thing happens with the Quran as well. If we don't look at the Quran from the perspective of that this book is a book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and this book gives me the answers for everything, that I, any questions I have in my life. The moment I, I start looking, looking from that angle, then I will find the answers, even though I did not see that before. But when I come into those problems, then I will start seeing the answers for those problems. This is the human mentality. We will not pay attention to the things that we are not coming across or we don't, they don't matter to us. But the problems that we face in our lives on a daily basis, 
they are our problems and we want, no, want to have a solution for those problems. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that the, uh, the talk of, talking about the revelation of the Quran that we are the one, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that uh, 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 we, we reveal this book and we are the one who have given all the answers uh, uh, for, for the problems that you have. All the, uh, we have explained all the problems for the, uh, all the solutions for the problems. So now here when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about the solutions for the problems that we have. This is, if we have this, if we create this attitude about that, whatever problem I have, I have come across in my life, the solutions are in the Quran. And I'm not making this up. Allah is the one who has given this, the answers of all our problems in the book, in the, in the Quran itself. Hence, we have to approach the Quran from that angle. Right. Okay. Now, talking about from the, the that perspective of the Quran gives us the solutions for all the problems. We also have to remember that Islam, when it was sent down to Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam in the days of Jahiliyyah, when Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam brought this message, the kuffar of the Makkah they used to approach the Sahaba and they said to to Sahaba that we have heard that your sahib, he teaches you how to use the bathroom. Even teaches you how to use the bathroom. And he said, Sahab, he said, yes. And that's what the reality of Islam is. Islam gives us the solutions for, from t- talking about using, going to the bathroom, how to use it, how to eat, how to drink, how to, uh, how to take care of your family, how to take care of your children, parents, neighbors, city, country, the world. The whole, whole package has been given to us from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hence, we will be accountable for every action that we undertake. We will be held accountable for whether we have done it as Allah commanded or not. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, So by your Rabb, we shall certainly call all of them to account about what they used to do. Meaning, every action that we undertake, we are accountable by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everything. It doesn't say it's a ritualistic Islam when it comes to salah, zakah, hajj, and uh, all the rituals of the ibadat. This is from Islam. But when it comes to the rest of the life, then we go back to other ways of life or other systems of life. Islam is not like Islam. Islam does not have any room for secularism. And this is unfortunately has become a key problem, problem for us as Muslims today as well. Knowingly or unknowingly, we have adopted, we have adopted the secular way of thinking. And we think of Islam when it comes to our rituals, when it comes to our ibadat, when it comes to here and their akhlaq, or whenever, whatever we can do within the four boundaries that we are living in, in our houses, or in the masjid. But the moment we are out of these four boundaries, then we think of it, now this has nothing to do with Islam anymore. But this is not Islam. This is not Islam. This is secularism. And we have to take this thought out of our minds. If we really want to be successful in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we have to have this attitude that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us everything, as Allah says, 
that we have revealed this book. And this, this book explains everything. And it is a, there's a guidance and rahmah for the believers. Now, to sum it up, in a simple uh, ayah from, uh, from the Quran, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us about the purpose of sending this book. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Ibrahim, Surah Al-Ibrahim, Alif Lam Ra, Kitabun Anzalnahu Ilayka, لِتُخْرِجَ النَّاسَ مِنَ الظُّلُمَاتِ إِلَى النُّورِ بِإِذْنِ رَبِّهِمْ إِلَى صِرَاطِ الْعَزِيزِ الْحَمِيدِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says al that we have revealed this book to you Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam لِتُخْرِجَ النَّاسَ مِنَ الظُّلُمَاتِ This lamb in Arabic is called lamb al-ta'aleem ta'aleem means this is the illa this is the reason behind the revelation of the Quran. What is the reason? Reason is, so you will take the people out of the dhulumat, out of the darknesses. And darknesses, in, uh, you will see in the Quran that everywhere, when it talks about the deviated path, Allah uses the plural here. Because darknesses are many, deviations are many. But when you take them out of darkness, this book will take the people out of darknesses, or darkness in English, the word is darkness, there's no darknesses, but darkness is plural. To the uh, to Ilan Nur, the light is only one. The right path is only one. And that's the purpose of the revelation of the Quran. So take the people out of the darkness to the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to the nur of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which is the path of the exalted in might and the praiseworthy. That's the that is the purpose of the Quran. So when we approach the Quran, and we have approached the Quran throughout this month of Ramadan. Many of us have done it for a recitation. Many of us have done for the memorization. Many of us have approached us understanding what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants from us. So of course, we have to do all. We have to read it. We have to memorize it. We have to understand it. And we have to implement it in our life. But otherwise, we are losing the purpose of the Quran. If we think it is just a machine to get, get gather the hasanat, but just keep reciting it, we are not getting the real purpose of this Quran. The main purpose of the Quran was that Quran changed the, the lives of the people. Subhanallah, we are all from different parts of the world. The only reason that deen reached to us because the people who, uh, who accepted Islam from Rasulullah wasallam, they did not take it as this is something just to gather the hasanat. Yes, there's a lot of hasanat to recite the Quran. I'm not denying that. It's ibadah. Even if we do not understand when we're reciting, it's an act of ibadah. But it has a message that changed the mankind. That, they, that because, of, because of those people who, t- who accepted this deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who understood this book, they took this book to the rest of the world. You know, when Abu Bakr Siddiq's time, when there was a threat that the Sahaba may lose the Quran, because why? In the Battle of Yamama, there were many Hufad, they were, they, they were martyred. If the Hufad were martyred, it means that the, 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 the Quran that they memorized, that did not keep them in the back rows of the Masajid. They were the memorizers of the Quran. Because they understood what the message was in it, they pushed them to attain the highest thing that they can achieve. Hence, they were martyred. 
But that did not destroy, that did not cause the loss of Quran. Because Allah has taken the dhimma, Allah has taken the responsibility that He will protect the Quran. Whether they were those huffaz, Allah brought more huffaz later on. There are many ways for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not need us. We are in the need of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has to be taken from that angle that this book should be the one that should be moving us, moving us in the direction of to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in every aspect of our life. And we should remind our kids, otherwise we will lose the next coming generation in the West uh, I don't want to write it somewhere, but if we don't stick with the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the way it's supposed to be taken, then we are going to lose this generation. We have to ingrain in their minds that this deen of Allah azza wa is the only right path. In the deen Allah al-Islam, in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the only acceptable deen is Islam. Similarly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, al-Islam Whosoever seek any other deen other than Islam, it will not be accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he will be a loser. They will be losers on the day of judgment. So it has to be taken. The deen of Allah azza wa jal has to be taken this way. That this is the only right path. And we should be reading this book so we can fulfill the commands that were given to us. We will fulfill the mission of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to, that Allah Sallallahu was sent with Allah Subhanahu wa Taala sent His Messenger with this mission, the book that Allah revealed to the Sallallahu Alaihi so they can take the people out of the Lumat to the Nur and to fulfill the mission that was given to Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. That He has sent His Messenger Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam with the guidance, with the Deen of Truth. So this deen, kulli. So this deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reigns over all, all of the adiyan, all of the ways of life. That should be our target. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the correct understanding of the book that we have been reciting the whole Ramadan. And inshallah, we will continue to recite throughout our lives. And as a matter of fact, you will see that when we finish the Quran, we don't finish as Surah Al-Nas, the, the Sheikh most probably, I, I, I know that he will restart reciting Surah Al-Baqarah at the end. To, it's, it's because it has to be, the book has to be continuously recited. And every time we'll recite, we will, inshallah, if we try to understand what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is addressing, we will find all our solutions of the problems that we are facing in this dunya, inshallah, and inshallah will be successful in the Akhirah. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, and Sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.